pole in his hand. Pocket full of trim sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, arise. All right, welcome back. For the second hour, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That is Cody Ryan. Uh, Beefsteak is not in the house. And Salt Dog is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure everything gets lined up and the old pot belly stove gets cranked up, gates open. We're all good. Um, you know, every year we, uh, if you're listening to the show, you know we... Uh, focus in on hunting fishing uh youth in the outdoors getting folk young kids uh mentored through the outdoors and uh we focus a lot on kids outdoor zone which is the ministry that we operate here through um through all our efforts and uh Kids Outdoor Zone is a hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure ministry. It's based out of churches all across America and Canada. Uh, a lot of great KOZ happening right here in Central Texas. And if you're a guy out there that's um, trying to figure out something that you can do in your church, well, you can start a KOZ group in your church, a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Just rally a couple of your buddies in your church and we'll get you all the stuff you need. You can train online right now to to uh, use the program, all the curriculum. Everything's provided. Um, but you can start hunting and fishing ministry in your church. So if you'd like more information, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. Uh, man, a hunt that's been going on for a long time is the uh, the super hunt. They call it the super hunt uh, through Texas Youth Hunting Program and uh, somebody that's been very involved in that, and uh, I actually uh, uh, spent some time with at the Super Hunt when I went up there and visited a time or two uh, is our friend Doug DeBois. Doug, are you there? Doug, are you there this morning? Hello. Well, the Super Hunt is part of the. Uh, yes. Is part of the. There he is. Is there part he of the. The Austin Woods and Waters Club is very active in making sure the super hunt happens. Yeah, good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm good. Y'all got me now? I got you now. So uh, uh, what's bye, going bye, on bye. out there? Hey, man, it's just a gorgeous, God-given sunrise in Gillespie County. Uh, just a perfect, 
perfect weekend for hunting out here as we've had sunshine and cool weathers. I got a little warm yesterday afternoon for most of us, you know, this time of year, but it's been awesome. Awesome. Well, that's a very rare uh, change from <laughs> years past where it's literally been in the negative uh, degree air temperatures on some of those super hunts typically over 100 percent humidity and coming down from the skies when we had the weather in austin that we had on wednesday we're thinking thank you lord it's on wednesday and not on friday and saturday as has been the past uh history of the super hunt weather wise it has been challenging but it has never ever dampened the spirits of our youth hunters and, and our volunteers and parents that come out here Absolutely. So you've got a group from uh, out there in the hill country, a group of landowners that have come together and uh, have allowed um, what you call the super hunt uh, or what the, what's been called the super hunt, the largest youth uh, hunting weekend uh, hunt, um, I guess, anywhere. In the world. Yeah. In the world. If it's the biggest in Texas, you know, by golly, it's no brag, just fact, it's the biggest in the world. That's right. I like that. So <laughs> uh, a group of landowners came together and said, uh, we got to, you know, harvest some deer and uh, let's do it with you guys. Y'all been doing it for, man, I don't know how many years. Um, well, it's a little bit, a little bit in reverse. This okay. is the Cave Creek Wildlife Management Association. They're the oldest wildlife management association, which is really a a co-op of low-fence ranch owners in uh, southeastern Gillespie County, uh, about 45,000 total acres. We don't use all that, uh, unfortunately, for our, our youth hunt. But this year, uh, and in 2003, uh, Jerry Warden was the executive director of the Texas Youth Hunting Program, and Mike Smith and Matthew Gray and some other folks from Austin Woods and Waters came out and and promoted and presented them with the Texas Youth Hunting Program model that it's uh, based on helping landowners with excess whitetail animals they need to take off of whitetail deer, access deer, whatever it might be. Uh, we focus on ethical, safe, legal hunting, and all the youth go through hunter education. And so the Wildlife Management Association said, yeah, let's give it a try. And that was 2004 was our first uh, super hunt out here. We didn't really call it a super hunt then. It was just a, a big youth hunt. And uh, I think 41 participants that year. This year we have 51 youth hunters, each with an adult. Uh, so far we've harvested 42 animals, uh, predominantly white-tailed doe. Uh, I've been hearing a good number of, of reports this morning. Uh, Gunfires, you know, sound like they're solid shots, and we'll have a pretty busy skinning rack going on this morning too. So, mm. and yeah, the Austin, Austin Woods and Waters Club has been uh, the ramrod organization behind this. About three quarters of our hunt masters are all members of the Austin Woods and Waters Club. We've got Club President C. Finolio out here this year as a as a lead hunt master on the Don Jackson Ranch and. Also, great support from our uh, partner organization, SCI Austin. Uh, for about the past 10 years, they've been donating and preparing Saturday night dinner. Well, then about three years ago, um, we had Chet Miles really step up to be our head cook and quartermaster for the weekend. And i tell you what, they put on a spread smoked meatloaf. Ever had smoked meatloaf, man, Chet and his crew? Come on. I'll tell you. Man, using a big old ten-gallon crawfish boiler for doing 
French-style green beans with a, a uh, sauce on there that just slap your mama good, you know, with bacon <laughs> grease, bacon and garlic and onions. Oh, it, it's some good eating out here. I tell you what. Mm. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited for you guys. I'm glad y'all are. Uh, uh, doing the super hunt, and I'm glad that you're a part of it still, Doug. The the one or two times that I've been out there, you were an uh, integral piece of that puzzle, and um, I'm glad you're out there manning the show. Nicole Nicole just texted me, my wife, and, and uh, mentioned that she had come out there to visit that super hunt, I guess, two years ago, and said it was negative 12 when she was there. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's been back. I think it's positive 14. But still, positive 14 is, is a whole lot cheaper than most of those like to put up with. For sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, uh, good luck to you guys. Thank you, uh, Mr. Du Bois, for all you do with the TYHP and, and the Super Hunt. And, uh, and uh, thank well, you for your good works. We appreciate the exposure, as we say, TWA, TWA, the Texas Wildlife Association, and Texas Youth Aim Program is still, unfortunately, after 25 years, one of the best-kept secrets in Texas, and we want parents that want to get their kids outdoors, kids that want to get their parents outdoors, to go to tyhp.org. we still got youth hunts uh, going on through the end of MLD season. We'll have some spring turkey hunts coming up, even some exotic hunts next couple of months and uh it's just a great way to get out and enjoy god's creation uh in this great state of texas that we all blessed to live in and uh, appreciate your time guys all right brother mr du bois with the texas youth hunting program super uh i mean they've got yeah number 16 and by why yeah this is number 16 and how many kids do you have out there how many kids are out there 61 hunters uh, we got about 40 on our volunteer staff. We can talk about hunt masters and cook team and range coordinators and hunter education and just general camp volunteers and some additional guides. Because I, I, last night we were doing landowner recognition. I think we had about a dozen hands come up when I asked who is ha- harvesting their first big game animal. So we've had a lot of first-time hunters, and uh, that's what's really uh, wow. important about I, this, is to introduce somebody to hunting in the right way. You know? I think that is, and then giving them an opportunity to hunt again on some some other hunts is, is just fantastic. Well, thank you, Doug, well, very fun. much. So, uh, out of time, you know, I could talk years. I'll talk about this program for hours, but uh, appreciate the time you got. All right, buddy. That is uh, Doug Du Bois with Texas Youth Hunting Program and uh, TYHP. Great program in Texas. Great place if you're looking for a place to get your uh, you take your uh, your kids out with you and be able to hunt on some of these ranches. You, you may never get a chance to hunt on unless you are part of this. And um, but the Texas Youth Hunting Program, go there and look at all their materials. And they'll walk you through how to get out there and. And do that hunt. Do a hunt with your kids. And beefsteaks out there right now, uh, not at the super hunt, but at his own hunt. He's right? at the kids' outdoor zone hunt. So over the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of kids going out with KOZ, kids' outdoor zone, yeah, and getting their first deer. Or matter of fact, uh, I was I was with a, a boy last week. I think it was last week, and we uh, he shot a doe. And we've been, uh, we've had it in the ice chest 
for a week you know clearing just preparing right. it aging right. it and yeah. uh put it on the smoker putting it off you mean put it <laughs> <laughs> no this was all planned yeah and put it on the smoker yeah you you never smoked anything i've before. never smoked anything and yesterday while i was kicking around in the yard i just thought you know what i want to put that those two hams in that smoker and by golly they came out good i said what you know, what'd you keep it at? Two, two hundred, two fifty. You were like, I don't know, three, four hundred, whatever. <laughs> Between two and four hundred yeah. is what I said. <laughs> and uh, I went, oh my gosh. Hey, and then but- I said, hey, how, how did you wrap it? And you were like, nah, I just threw it on there. So I just put dry look, rub on it and smoked it, look, and it came out good. A simple smoker for dummies, smokers for dummies thing. Keep it at two hundred to two fifty. <laughs> Smoke it for two hours without anything, then wrap it with some type of liquid in foil. Or you can just throw it on the smoker done. between two and 400 degrees. Make you some jerky. Come on. <laughs> Archery country. I'm going out to the uh, Archery Trade Show Association's big event uh, uh, this week. And I'm going to be there with the Archery Country guys and all the manufacturers. So next week we'll have all the up-to-date newest information on archery and what's going on in uh, shooting, archery shooting sports. Uh, and it is a growing program in schools across America and a great way to get your kid involved in, uh, in an activity that'll uh, – if, if they're not a sports person, if they're not a football or baseball or band – uh man check out the archery programs you can go to archery country and get information on what's going on in the schools and locally for youth or you can go there and get all your hunting gear of course matthew's elite hoyt all the gear all the parts and pieces crossbows everything you need for archery all in one place the only archery shop true archery shop in central texas and that's archery country 8121 research boulevard austin archery country.com austin archery country.com peter report up next you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse right here on 104.9 the horn 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live in a bunkhouse, I'm TJ Graney. It's the number one outdoor show in Texas, as voted by the Texas Outdoor Riders Association. With all the holidays that we've seen, it may be one of the most wonderful times of the year, but let's be real, it's also sometimes one of the most stressful. Skip the headaches, drive the family to dinner in something that's reliable and safe enough to get you there with hands-free calling so you can take those last-minute calls from your mom or your spouse and spacious enough to fit uh, everyone you're taking. It's the perfect time to solve all of your Honda Envy once and for all the Honda Happy Days. 
going on. And to sweeten the deal for a limited time, you'll get 90 days till your first payment on any new Honda. That means you can save on their entire award-winning lineup like the brand-new 2019 Accord. It's the sleekest and most advanced Accord of all time. And right now, it's perfect time to add one to your team. End your Honda Envy today and get 90 days to your first payment. Start something special in a Honda from your Central Texas Honda dealer at any of their four Austin area location. Up in Round Rock, there's the Round Rock Honda. If you're Central, you'll find First Texas Honda. And South, South Austin, you've got your Howdy Honda. And down in San Marcos, you'll find Honda San Marcos. Uh, solve all your Honda envy. Check them out at CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Now it's time for this week's PETA Report. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. Uh, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals called the University of Texas and the University of Georgia to end the use of live mascots after the incident at the Sugar Bowl. Bevo, the Texas Longhorn Steer mascot, charged Uga. Is it Uga? 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 Does it matter? Uga. 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 Doesn't matter. The Georgia Bulldogs dog mascot before the game, creating a brief moment of chaos for the people around the animals. The pregame kerfuffle caught the attention of the animal rights organization. It's indefensible. To subject animals to stress of being packed up, carted from state to state, and paraded in front of a stadium full of screaming fans, PETA's senior vice president, I agree, Lisa Lang said in a statement Wednesday, it's no surprise that a skittish steer would react to a perceived threat by a charging, and PETA's calling on, by a charge, by charging? By a charging, a charging. Got charged. That dog just was walking by. It wasn't even right that close. And he's only about but 12 inches long. You know how you heard long. longhorns and steers? You know how you heard them? With dogs. Not this one. This one's probably never been around a dog. Yes. That's how you heard them. You get the and dog. PETA is calling on the University of Texas and Georgia to learn from this dangerous incident, retire their live animal mascots, and stick with the talented costumed mascots who can lead cheers, react to the crowd, and pump them up. <laughs> Being forced into a stadium full of bright lights and streaming fans is stressful. <sighs> yeah. Good. Stressful for me, too. Yeah. Hey, we got beefsteak on the line. Let's go to beefsteak. Beef okay, beefsteak is uh, in the deer stand with one of the KOZ kids, and uh, we just want to make sure we don't scare the deer that uh, are prancing well, around in front of him. There, hey, hey, brothers, how's the bunkhouse this morning without us? It's warm, and there's oh. plenty of room, and it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> Even Micah laughed on that one. <laughs> so we're out here. Um, yes, we may have to suddenly, if the phone drops and uh, things go quiet, you, you may hear a big bang. <clears throat> Micah, is he got his first 
doe yesterday. So are you in you're in the deer stand with Micah right now? Yeah, he's right here. You want to talk to him? Yeah, let me talk to Micah. Here he is. Just... Hey. Hey Micah. Yes, sir. How was that shooting that deer yesterday? Was that pretty good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you scared when you did it? Did you get nervous? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So did you see one? Did you? Because you've been out there all weekend. You saw some already, right? But you didn't. Your first shot, you didn't get him. Mm-mm. You missed with your first. Your first try. My first try, it was a miss shot. Yeah, but you stuck with it, buddy. You stuck with it, and you got one, right? Mhm. Yeah. Did you have to clean it last night? Yes, sir. Yeah. Was it cold when you were cleaning it? Not really. No, not too bad. Did you eat the heart out of it? No. <laughs> well, sometimes Mr. Beefsteak makes us eat the hearts out of them, uh, but it tastes delicious. Are you going to take some meat home to have with your mom and family and feed feed your family? Mm-hmm. That would be good, right? How about that? It's going to be cool. What kind, do you know what kind of gun you're shooting? Hey, I heard that. Well, congratulations, little buddy. I'm so proud of you for getting your first deer, and we don't want to mess up you getting another one this morning. But make sure you tell tell Mr. Don to post that picture on the Facebook like he did yesterday because that was a great picture. Hey, uh, tell him about your buck this morning. Oh, yeah, this morning we saw a big buck. She was gray and... But except the only thing the problem was he never turned he never turned sideways. Oh, very good. So he didn't give you a good shot, so you didn't shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, man, you got a pretty good teacher out there, Micah. I do. Yeah, you do. Okay, here's your twenty bucks, Micah. All right. So yeah, we're we're uh. So I wanted to tell you that this morning what was really cool about Micah and this whole thing is that there were two spikes out there and then this eight-point buck. And I and so we lined up, and I'm like, okay, so see those two spikes on each side? And he's like, no, I'm eyeing the one in the middle, that big gray one. And I'm like, no, there's two spikes. We can do those two. He's like, no, I want the one in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's right. <laughs> that's the same tag micah it's a buck tag it's the same tag that's the same logic he used with me <laughs> <laughs> it just because beefsteak didn't get a deer hadn't shot a deer that big doesn't mean he shouldn't yeah i was gonna take that rifle and say all right well that's mine i want to mount that one <laughs> <laughs> and, well uh, so it's been really good we, we're, we're seeing gophers right now uh, it's really interesting. Gophers are running up and stealing corn and wow. doing all kinds of cool stuff. He's uh, it's a beautiful. It's beautiful out here this morning. So that is incredible. But to watch them yesterday, one of the one of the kids got a uh, when we finally pulled it apart and uh, we were we opened up the deer. They wanted to see the heart, but it was split in half. Yesterday. Oh, nice shot! So that was uh, that old slinging Sammy got one yesterday. But this guy right here, we had to track, even though that was odd that it did, you know, hit the heart, we had to track him. But, uh, but slinging Sammy, it was DRT. I Man. Mean, it dropped in the dirt yesterday. Well, right? 
Right, Micah? So is Micah a one of the KOZ boys from your KOZ group? Uh, Micah is actually one from uh, the third Saturday group. And, okay. uh, but yeah. he is a KOZ boy, so Micah is uh, – every month Micah gets to go to uh, a KOZ uh, and he's learning outdoor hunting and fishing skills once a month through the mentors in Kids Outdoor Zone in his group. And, uh, and then you have a group on the second Saturday of every month in South Austin. And um, that's a beautiful thing about what happens here is – that these kids, these boys are out. A lot of them don't have anybody in their home that could take them hunting. And uh, so they get these adventures. They learn how to do it properly. Uh, and then they get to, it's not just a one and done, but Michael will be around uh, the KLZ guys, his leaders and mentors uh, in in three or four weeks when he goes back. And he'll be able to tell the story of his first deer hunt. Yeah, right back. Don't do mm-hmm. you enjoy going every month to KOZ? Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you got into this. You learned all of it. He even told me yesterday he didn't need a whole lot of help in the skating park because he remembered that we did it last month or the month before. You know, in November. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we did. What, that. what, what kind of what what church ministry? There's very few church ministries that in November were out skinning deer as part of their curriculum. That's just too good. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat, and uh, these boys are learning a lot. We're hoping that uh, what are we going to do after this when we leave here from this the deer blind? Probably, wait, we're going to go check the hog. Yep. Yeah. And what happens if we got a hog tra- hog in there? I'm sending you in, right? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're, we're gonna send him in with a with a noose and a, and an eighteen inch scabber. All right, man, that sounds like every every mom listening right now is just going, oh my gosh, that's I want my son to go into a hog trap with a I, I don't even hog. know what a, 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 a what was it a stabber a, a, a stabber no scabber come on oh, scabber. Hey, go Google it, all right? Hey, I want to tell you, I'm going to be back in the bunkhouse next weekend, but then the following weekend, I heard Doug was on, and I'm going to be out with him. We're doing a, another youth hunt out in uh, Lano Springs uh, by Junction, and we're going to have our all of our KOZ uh, group is going to be going out. we got five hunters going out, and uh, it's going to be really good. So, Well, hey. You know, check, yeah. We'll we'll track on that. You just need to shut her down and let Micah kill another deer. We want to see that up on the Facebook page. Micah eight. Put them put them up on the TOZ Facebook. Think eight point. Yeah, if you see an eight point, Micah, you just go ahead and shoot it, and you just say, "Hey, Mister TJ and Cody said I could shoot any deer I want." Yes. So you just and especially if that old gray deer comes back out, that deer needs to go. Come on, he does. He's gray. You go kill him, Micah. All right. All right. Hey, beefsteak. Gigantic smile on his face. So, post us some pictures. Post us pictures of you and Micah on the on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. All right, brothers. All right. See you later. Having us on. Bye bye. Bye, Micah. Uh, Man, it doesn't get any better than that. And a kid who shot his first deer yesterday on a deer hunt in the deer stand. Yeah. Waiting on his next deer. 
That's right. I just think that is incredible. I also love Sun Auto Service takes good care of us. Yesterday they replaced all the, the fuel filters and changed the oil in the Ram 2500. And, uh, man, I just – I love being able to go someplace where I can uh, trust the guys and count on them to get my stuff done for me when I need it done. You can go find a loca- uh, find your location of Sun Auto Service. Our family locations are the one at 405 West Slaughter Lane, but there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeways, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. You can track them at sunautoservice.com, Sun Auto Service on uh, Facebook, and you can get all the specials and stuff they're running there all right we'll take a quick break when we come back on the flip side we've got your armed citizen report you don't want to miss it one place 104.9 the horn sunday 7 to 9 or 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com you can bet i'll pick up the phone if uncle sam calls me up This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. All right, welcome back. TJ Granny here, the Outdoor Zone, theoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com as well. Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You, I know you want that new fifteen Dodge Ram fifteen hundred, or I guess it's Ram fifteen hundred. My, I love my twenty five hundred. You know, one of the things that was a must have on my Ram was the uh, clearance lights across the top. I just think that makes it. I, I heard one time President Bush said, uh, "It's not a truck unless it has the." Clearance lights across the top. Right, I, That's I, all I had to hear. I say, I said, I said, I said, listen to me, Barbara. I said, I said, you gotta have the clearance lights on the, okay. uh, going across the top of your Dodge. <laughs> I said, I said, listen to me. They have all the uh, Dodge Rams over there. They also have all the Jeeps. They got the four door Jeeps, uh, removable roofs and doors, and uh, I mean just fine it makes fine the lights going across that dodge makes it lightify the whole sky <laughs> and uh you can get all those uh rams or jeeps uh deep discounts new vehicles new models uh new new inventory rolling in every week so um go by or check them out online now maxwell super center they're at 620 and 183 or now this week's armed citizens report it's time for that. <laughs> Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Concealed carry shoots robber in head during gas station robbery. Wichita, Kansas, a customer was standing in line inside a gas station when four armed men came in and began a robbery. 
but the customer in line was armed with his gun of his own. When one of the armed robbers tried to personally rob that customer, he drew his gun and shot the armed robber in the head. Police do not know if any of the other three robbers were hit by the armed customer, but the one that was hit it hit is currently in the hospital in critical condition. In our state here in Kansas, we do have open carry and carry conceal, Lieutenant Chris Holloran said. So individuals breaking the law may never know when someone in line at the store, in, in this example, has a gun. That's what happened in this case. Several shots were fired, but it's not known if they came from the armed citizen, if one or more of the armed robbers fired shots as well. With a concealed carry state of mind, we have to be ready for these types of event to happen. It would seem that this armed citizen was able to successfully defend himself as well as all of the other people who were instant victims inside the store. I I uh, I love that. I love the um, that they don't know anymore. And you're you're not a victim unless you choose to just be a victim. Um, I, I was with Mrs. Graney the other day, and we were just talking about her personal carry, and we were, you know, just thinking about the different. Uh, and I, I mean, everybody in our family carries, and I hope I never am confronted with that situation. Mm-mm. But I loved I love knowing that my daughter and my wife mm-hmm. uh, are not afraid to pull their firearm if they're confronted in a situation they they would just react instinctively right and uh and potentially save you know themselves and others in a situation where you don't know these guys these these crazy guys man they go in there they kill everybody in that store yeah they just shoot them because it's whatever yeah um they got nothing to lose so that being said, I want I wanted to make sure I do a shout out to all those folks that are out there that are uh, getting set up for church, setting everything up for church. They're putting up all the mark the cones in the parking lot, and they're doing church inside a school building somewhere, and they're having to set up all the tables and the backdrops and all that kind of stuff. Just a shout out to them, and just uh, we appreciate you guys. Also, our first responders who are out there uh, and they're you know handling fires and handling problems you know police and uh, firemen and uh, and of course our military if you got some if you have a military family member so you've either served or you are uh, you have uh, you're here on leave for a little while and just a shout out to you guys and just we appreciate you more than you know how about this how about we uh, go pig hunting come you on wanna, you want to go pig hunting you know i want to go pig hunting well they are now uh, running some pig hunts in Hawaii. That is a, on my list. Is it? Yeah. It is. I mean, well, it would be right, research. pig hunt in Hawaii. It'd be research. It's there. Yeah. Hawaii officials are planning to issue additional permits and extend the six-month trial period of pig hunting in the mountain area on Kauai. I've been to Kauai. It's beautiful. <sighs> I just have to go to Kauai. It's work. I, well, you know, and yeah, we got to. We can go live from there. Live from Kauai. (laughs) The Golden Island reports 13 feral hogs were harvested from the Nunao Mountain uh, during the trial hunt that ran through November. Kauai Division of Forestry and Wildlife Branch Manager Sherry Mann says the trial hunt will be extended to a full year beginning in mid-January. She says that the state will 
only allow hunting by bow and arrow. The trial hunt was I can do the that. start of the feral pig eradication plan. The pigs are known to uproot plants, harming watersheds and forests. The animals also travel into the Wailulu homesteads area, damaging property as they forage for fallen fruit. Well, yeah. I want to know how they got there in the first place. How did a feral pig get to Kauai? Somebody brought them over there and let them go because they were trying to, and then... They, just like here, they brought them in, and then they, you know, one got out of the pen, and it's like, oh, my goodness gracious. But that is cool, you know, like, so I go get this. Can you go? St- hey, honey, yes, we'll do our honey, or our, uh, you know, anniversary, anniversary or whatever. We'll Kauai. go to, we'll to Kauai. It'll be wonderful. She's like, why are you packing your bow? Well. You never know. Well, you go sit on the beach, and uh, I've got you a list of oh activities <laughs> yes. here's a tour of the here's waterfall a here's a spa here's yeah. a shopping here's a yeah here's that a is helicopter the ride you think it, my wife would so like okay bye here's a she bungee jumping so let, she would so <laughs> she would so let me go do that zip if lines. she was doing the spa yeah zip line spa okay i'll see you in four days honey i'm gonna go camp in the mountains and sling arrows at pigs feral hogs be cool. Hey, uh, I wonder if they eat coconuts or, you know, when they fall. So when we come back, we got to do the gadget of the week. I want to talk about these indestructible. Plus, a new record tuna. So you you won't guess how much this tuna. You never sold had for. a can of tuna like this. No, baby, come this on. is good stuff. You get it only one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse, uh, right here every Sunday from seven to nine a.m. On 104.9 The Horn and 24-7. Oh, don't forget we're on iTunes. Just search The Outdoor Zone on iTunes. And always 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Star Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. All right. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. McBride's Guns, Central Texas family owned and operated gun shop. I was just in there the other day. Saw Mr. Joe McBride sitting in his chair, signing deals, making deals, slinging deals right there at McBride's. If you're the love that place. If you're looking for the right fire, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site right there. They were uh guy came in, had some troubles with the trigger, took it upstairs, got Bada it done, boom. and Bada boom. Uh, got Bada it taken boom. care of. So if you're looking to get your guns fixed, uh trade your guns, buy a gun, the place to go. Of course, is McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there on the corner of 30th and Lamar. 
You can give them a call, see if they got what you need, uh, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So now it's time for your... Um, Gadget? Of the week. Of the week. Rating them as top shelf middle drawers stashed out back, the Outdoor Zone brings to you their unbiased opinion on the latest gear and gadgets in the outdoor world. This is the Outdoor Zone's Gear and Gadgets Report of the Week. I was, I found out about indestructible shoes about two months ago, and I thought, what? And uh, so I was talking to the guys over at Indestructible, and they sent me a pair of these Indestructible shoes. You can go to indestructibleshoes.com, indestructibleshoes.com, and they are a steel toe tennis shoe. And I say tennis shoe in all that it is as a defining word, but these, the anti, they have a steel plate uh, in the bottom of them. They have a steel toe in the front of them uh, and they look good. And I just, I started checking them out thinking what exactly would I use something like that for, or how could, could I use them when I go hiking and, uh, and just working around the house, uh, or on the job site, I wondered how would these work? How are they? And I'm telling you, I love these. I got the, what's called the stripe and it's uh it's a steel toe tennis shoe. They're heavy er, of course, but this whole idea of a steel toe boot's not necessarily required anymore. And uh, I don't know that I could hike with them. I were, I'm going to have to check out some of the other shoes they have. I mean, they have a. I mean, if you look at them, they're great looking shoes. Yeah, they uh, are. They got some cool designs. I know they're super super cool. But the steel toe ones, I, like for you, I was thinking when you're working on your tractor and stuff. Yeah. It. I mean, you drop a bucket or some guy working around you dropping some of those boulders that you guys move or something. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I don't think I could run or hike mountains in the ones that I got. Right. So I want to check out some of the other ones. But anyway, just wanted to shout a shout out to Indestructible uh, Shoes dot com. Indestructible Shoes dot com. There's some really cool shoes, um, sneakers, I guess. And uh, I just really, really liked them. And I just told them I'd give them a shout out because I, I just believe in them. They're cool. And I've been wearing them. Yeah, you have. Bluefin tuna. Bluefin tuna sells for a new record. What do you think that record is? How much? How much money does the bluefin tuna? You know, this is at a fish market. People are buying the fish for their restaurants. See, I can't. Or, I've seen some of that stuff on TV, and it's some kind of crazy money for these tuna. And how do they get this? Is a bluefin. How do they pay that much and get them in a can? And sell it for sixty nine cents. <laughs> now these are like me. these are like uh, primarily uh, sushi restaurants and oh, this is mm, the upper echelon mm, of tuna. How much do you think this bluefin tuna? New record fifty thousand dollars. Can't even a hundred. You can't and fifty. You can't. five two hundred. <laughs> five 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 hundred. Oh hey. <laughs> 
one million dollars for one fish. Yeah, I think we need to skip this whole Salt thing dog. on the coast that we're doing and just Let's keep go. going. Keep going. We're, we're well, I'm just it. curious. You know, you ever watch the show Wicked Tuna? The the fishermen sell it to the buyer at the harbor first. Right. So I'm wondering if he bought it for cheap and then sold it for 3.1 to the sushi buyer. Yeah. Where's that? I mean, he, they're already selling it to a middleman anyway. That's a. It's an insane deal. I was looking. It's funny. We only got to catch one of those a year, guys. The 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 buyer owns a bunch of uh, sushi restaurants or a few sushi restaurants. Uh, somewhere I think California, no, in uh, Tokyo or something. Oh, Um, he said the tuna looks so tasty and very fresh, but I think I did overpay a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a math. That's just comes down to a how many pounds was it? Does it say how many pounds it was? Because it becomes a math situation. Six, six, no, that was last year's six hundred thirteen pounds. So if you could figure, how much do you, how much sushi do you get on a plate? Like six ounces or eight ounces? No, no, man, you got to do for this this fish. You got to do like those little thin slivers. (laughs) I know, but what I'm doing, what I'm saying is, if you get three ounces for like twenty five dollars. Which is, you know, people pay stupid amounts of money for that kind of stuff. Three ounces of tuna for $25. Divided by 613 pounds. Yes. Carry the one. Divided by two. Spam, 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 spam. Add the fin. Uh, uh, carry the eyeball out. Yeah. <laughs> you well, you got eyeball soup? Oh, yeah. And you, you know, got that's the, probably the 150 fin. Bucks. You could probably sell the fin to somebody. Yeah, make like a necklace or something. Yeah. Well, they grind it up and use it for all kinds of stuff. Um, it's pretty interesting. These uh, They've got a picture of the market that they're at, you know. Fish market? Yeah. Well, like the auction uh-huh. house or whatever. And it's just rows of these tuna and guys in like suits on the upper side and then rubber boots. Walking through, oh, you know. I, I always thought I, I'd like a pair of those white shrimper boots. Yeah. Just well, you can wear it with it. a suit if you're in Tokyo, apparently. It's so. styling. Yeah. I tell you what, I got my new muck boots for hunting for Christmas. Yeah. And I love them. This week's Bible verse comes from Psalms 33.3. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. Live it, love it, learn it. Uh, I'm going to be on the lake a little bit more in the coming weeks, so I'll have some fresh reports from lakes around us here in Central Texas. Stick around. Uh, See you on the flip side. All right, that's good. Hey, uh, we're both headed to church here in just a few minutes. I want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your neighborhood, in your community. Take your family, guys. Get them out to church this morning, then take them to breakfast or brunch. Want to encourage you to get a kid off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Um, If you want to get more information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, you can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. You can start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Or if you know a little boy who needs to get outside and get some outdoor time with some good godly mentors, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and find a good group in your community somewhere, kidsoutdoorzone.com. 
Okay, that's it for us here in the bunkhouse. Thank you, Salt Dog. Thank you, Beefsteak, for calling in. Thank you, Cody Ryan. Uh, God bless all y'all. We'll see you at church here in a little bit. Honey, I'm coming home. You said you're making bacon. I'm going to push that long, skinny pedal on the right to the floor and get it to the house. Regulators, let's mount up. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive